<laughs> Respectfully, no. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, just today, just like a, a regular neutral day. Okay. But that's okay. I have my baby, my baby oh in my, my gosh, lap, hi, my Rose. little Rose. Yeah, so. Oh, she's so are... beautiful. Look at her tail. She's so regal. I love she's her. So hi. <laughs> I, you can't hear me, but I'm saying hello. Here. Oh, I just put my hi, headphone Rose. in her ear. Hi, Rose. Oh, my gosh. I, I wonder if she's you. very confused. Oh. <laughs> she's like, stop um, doing what you're doing, please. Yeah, she's like, I came here because it was silent. <laughs> like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you were silent when I came in this room, and now all of a sudden I get on your lap and you're speaking. Um, but yeah, yeah, nothing nothing big with me going on. You know what? Sometimes that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess that can kind of lead into... Um, how have you been since the last time we yeah, talked in general? Since our existential crisis? Um, yes. No, I've been, I've been well. Um, I feel like the last time we spoke was a lot for us to process, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't trying to, like, change a whole bunch of things at once that, like, mm. wouldn't stick. Um, yeah. So I went into it deciding I'm going to try some, like, mindfulness meditation more often. Um, and just, like, do some things that I like because I like them. Um, I, like, got a lot out of that part of our conversation, so, um, we can talk more about that, I guess, uh, when we talk about all the other things that bring us joy today, but, joy. um, (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like the the meditation part, I'm actually, I used to be quite bad at, at meditating, and mm-hmm. some people are like, well, you can't be bad at meditating. No, y- you can, um, and it takes, like, a lot of practice. I just, like, I used to have a really hard time being present, um, and I'm, st- I'm still mm. not good a- at it. But I'm better than I was. I can, like, tell a pretty significant difference of, like, the number of times I have to redirect myself. Um, Mm. But I'm still on guided meditations. I can't do it silently. It is not my strength yet. And that's okay. Um, But I have been trying to do that more often. Not every day, because sometimes it's a lot for me to sit with myself. Um, But... I have found it helpful in the evenings to do it that way. I still have it track. Um, and so I'm in like the, f- you know, fourth month of that, of habit tracking. Oh, and, wow. And mood That's tracking. awesome. So yeah, I, I do it every day and it reminds me to do things like, like meditate. And sometimes I can tell like, no, I'm not doing that right now. Um, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, I'm yeah. not in the space for it, but sometimes it's good and I can like, you know, color off a little square for my day that I meditated. Um, so that's been something that I focused on and like, I'm continuing to focus on, I I still do my cold showers every day. Um, and I've been going to the gym like about four times a week. Um, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And it's just for, again, I've been trying to like basically reset my intentions, I think for things. Um, 
so that's what I've been trying to do, like, while I'm at the gym, like, practicing my manifestation and, like, channeling my energy from the gym into, like, manifesting things for myself, and I, I don't, uh, I haven't researched, like, a whole ton on manifesting, but, like, a, a bit, and I... I just found some things interesting that a lot of people think like, oh, you can manifest, you know, I think we've talked about this before, you can manifest like such great things into your life, but it's like you also need to put in the work and the energy. So, yes, um, I've been trying to, you know, repeat the mantra of not I'm so lucky everything's working out for me because like that's not it's not just like luck, like I am working hard towards the things that I want, but I'm grateful. Um, yeah, and things are working out for me no matter how it looks at any point in time. Um, is, like, the one that I've been repeating a lot. Um, yeah. And I try to, like, fi- financially, like, if I want to manifest financial positivity, um, it's more about, like, opportunity. So, like, opportunity to create wealth will come my way and I will seize those opportunities type of things. Um yeah. So, like, I've been trying to do, um, like, more meditating and then reset my intentions for the gym because I've been going to the gym, but I'm trying to, I don't know, channel that energy better. Um, yeah, and then other than that, um, I guess I'll talk about the rest of it when we get into, like, our joy part of it, but I feel like I, I did focus a lot on, like, things that are bringing me joy since our since our last conversation because I wanted to start doing things because I liked to do them and not necessarily because other people are like looking at me to do them or produce something on their behalf so um yeah that's kind of where I'm at what about you oh I love that well first before I even pop onto mine I just like I love the the manifesting while at the gym I think that's such a good idea And I've like, I've had such an interesting relationship with manifestation because I think when I first started getting into spirituality in my head, I was like, it's a, it's like a magic spell. And if I just say it enough times, these things will happen and they will come true. And the more I grow, the more I recognize, oh, it is like, it's genuinely about like shifting that mindset and shifting your perspective and like really really validating to yourself that these things are true um and if you believe that these things are true then you are opening yourself up to the opportunity for those things to happen Mm -hmm. and doing it somewhere like the gym where you're already doing something so good for yourself where you're feeling good about yourself you're doing this like going to the gym is for you and you alone um so doing something like that in a space where you're already in this very focused energy of like self-improvement self-acceptance and all that I love that that is such a good idea to like practice your mantras there so I am going to pluck and put that one in my pocket um, for when I start going back to the gym but yeah so it's been an interesting two weeks for me um I have I'm coming to recognize and just realize about myself that while I want to be a person that just like puts things immediately into action, I'm just not that person. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, that's not how I operate. It's not how I function. 
And I think, I think so often I've just allowed myself to get so frustrated because it's like, well, why am I just not doing this thing? And then because I'm so frustrated with myself, I just hands up in the air. Oh, well, I guess I'm just not doing that instead of like meeting myself where I am and taking the time and following my own internal like rhythms. Um, and so I'm like noticing that hardcore after our conversation from two weeks ago. Cause like, just like you at the end of our talk, I'm like, I walked away from it. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm empowered with all this new information about myself. Like I am going to start changing tomorrow. Like this is my, this is my rebirth. <laughs> like this is yeah. it. And I, just really these past two weeks, it's just been continual processing. Like I haven't, in all honesty, there's been like no, no significant change to the way that I act or move around the world, but I'm noticing things more and I'm putting things together more. And I'm just allowing myself to recognize like that's what I need right now. Like in my rhythm of how I process and take in information and how I change self, I need the time to process. So for me, the past few weeks have just been being more aware of the things I'm doing. And then in that awareness, recognizing how those things fit into my my older frame, well, my frameworks of how I think I should be moving throughout the world. Um, a, a big one that I noticed was my relationship with food, which in all honesty, I haven't thought of recently. Like I haven't really, really noticed my relationship with food in like, like food specifically, like not weight or working out or anything like me and like consuming, Um, but on month, this past Monday, I had like a super, super low ebb day, like just nothing particular happened. There was nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. It was just one of those days where I was at work and I just wanted to be home. Right. Like I just wanted to get home. And so like, I already knew that that's what I was going to do when I get home. I just needed that day where I, I was like, I can't fix whatever's happening right now. I can't like, I'm not going to try to talk myself out of this. I'm not going to try to like positivity my way out of it. I just apparently need to feel this You need to sit and accept and yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so on my way home, I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to stop at, you know, Trader Joe's and I'm going to get myself a little snack and I'll, I'll have a little like delicious snack while I'm like in front of the TV. And so I stopped at the store and they have... Trader Joe's has my favorite ice cream sandwiches in the world. They are the chocolate chip cookie ones. They have the vanilla ice cream with the chocolate chips on the outside. They are so delicious. Um, And, you know, I got home, I got on the sofa and I'm like eating them. Like I had one of them and then I had another one of them. So there's four in a box and I had two and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I'm like not judging myself, but just noticing that like, this is what I went to for comfort. Like this was, and it was interesting. I had this parallel. I'm like, it was just this thought bubble of like, and I still, I'm still trying to figure out how to exactly articulate it, but like it, it felt like addiction almost. Like it was like a subconscious. Mm. It was like an impulse kind of like, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, exactly. It was an impulse a hundred percent. And it was just like, oh, I'm going to go and do this thing. Like, this is how 
I'm feeling sad. I'm going to go to the store and get a snack. And I'm like, oh, I do that a lot. Like Mm -hmm. every time I'm having some kind of really bad day, my immediate thing is, well, I want to like comfort myself. I want to like do this. And I'm going to like treat myself Mm. to something like really indulgent because that's what I want right now. Um, And it's just just interesting that, like, I never, in the individual instance, I, like, oh, this is what I want. And then when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's, like, very much a pattern. That's very much. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a, huh, okay, well, I'm noticing this. And now it's something I, all right, that's, we're going to put that on the, put that on one of the burners to think about, to kind of, like, work through. Um, and so like the week has been a lot of that for me, just like noticing how I react in certain situations and trying to like understand the framework of it and why is it that I'm doing the things that I'm doing. So for me, it's been like a reflective two weeks rather than like an action oriented. Like I'm just, I feel like I'm taking in even more information about myself because like, I feel like two weeks ago we had our talk and it was just like all of these light bulb moments. Yeah. And like they're still coming in for me. So I am just pro- I'm just on a processing spree right now, Miranda. No, that's I feel like it's so important because there are still things like I really wanted to after our conversation dive into like the self-confidence part of our talk for myself because I feel like it's a it's literally the root of so many of my issues. Um, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything actionable that I either would do consistently or that I wasn't like afraid to do. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, I don't want to do any of that actually, because I'm in such a place of not liking myself that like doing anything toward liking myself feels like really uncomfortable like I don't want to so I just didn't um (laughs) I'm not there yet and that's okay um I decided to you know work in this other direction of um doing things that I just I liked to do it's still something external um yeah but I enjoy doing it um and so like I started with with that and the guided meditations, which, like, is hopefully a step toward, like, starting to get to know myself better. Like, that's basically what I'm doing is, like, dating myself is how I kind of feel. <laughs> I love that. I th- And because, like, because it's, we haven't done that before, right? No. Like, no. Because, like, what nope. is dating other than, like, truly getting, trying to get to know the real essence of another person? Right. When have we tried to do that for ourselves? Correct. And so all I'm doing now is like, okay, um, spending time in conversation with myself is, is really what like meditation and, and Mm. mindfulness is. Um, it's like spending time inside my own mind and, and directing me to be present and with myself and like, okay, that's what, what a dating person would do um and the other part is like doing things you enjoy with the person and so it's like I'm gonna do things I like and then like maybe I'll find some stuff out about myself while I do it and hope for the best so that's 
all I can, it's still very external, you know, like it's not, yeah. I'm not reflecting inward yet because I'm not as baby steps, but, um, yeah. I think that the, the way that we're doing it is just like processing all of this, like all the information that we like kind of uncovered last time mm-hmm. we talked was like, it, it's just that it's information. Like it, it's, it's not yeah. something that we can just like, um, well, now that I know it, I'm like, I'm cured. Like, it's I'm not cured. the knowing. I'm better. Yeah. Yes. It's not the knowing. It's, um, you know, like you said, it's the patterns and our practices every day. Um, yes. And there's, like, so many of them that we have that we've been doing for so long. And we're still yeah. discovering them over time. So I love that yeah. you are noticing those things about yourself. And I feel like it's really healthy that you said, like, you're non-judgmentally noticing them yeah and I had to be really I had to be really mindful of that because my immediate thought was my like obviously the immediate for me was like oh that's gross that's why you that's why you look this way that's why you hate yourself Mm, like that's mm -hmm. like and then it was like and then like I saw myself thinking that way and I'm like that thought pattern's not helping like that's not doing anything Right. That's not solving any of the issues at hand other than adding some more drama, sadness, whatever to yeah. whatever. Let I me was just going shame through. myself on top of the comfort I'm trying to give myself. Cool. Exactly, exactly. Like like brushing this under the rug like with anger is not fixing it. And so I guess for me it's been, all right, well why? Like so it was it, it transitioned from this this ew you're disgusting why are you doing this to more inquisitive um okay like why why are we doing this and being able to sit with that and recognize you know it's it's easy it's an instant it's an instant comfort thing it's comfortable it makes me feel immediately good and then okay so it's, it's really just like an immediate feel good thing okay well what can we do instead to that that can make you have that same like maybe dopamine hit of feeling good when you're at a really low ebb that isn't something that in the long run is going to make you feel worse about yourself and that was like a really huge transition for me I'm actually just recognizing that right now as we're speaking because during the week I was just like okay this is how I'm going to try it out but now I'm recognizing oh wow that actually was a much healthier way for me to go about this thing where normally it would be so easy for me to be mad at myself because instead of wanting to love and nurture myself, it's easier for me to just, because I have such issues with liking myself, it's so much easier to be mad at myself, to beat myself up, to uh, say neg- negative things about myself. Um, so yeah, I guess I I actually, I yeah, I actually am like, now that I'm sitting here, like, Damn, that was a huge. I'm no, it's like it's in it's impressive to me because that's not easy, and I feel like some people might like listen to that thought process and be like, no one sits there and like has the time to think through the way that you're thinking about something, and it's like, mm. first of all, you're right, and that's why yeah. we get stuck in the patterns we get stuck in. So like. Yes, it's true. It does take a lot of time and a lot of effort at first to retrain your brain to think differently. But like, 
that's literally what therapy is for. <laughs> it's yeah, like valid. Yeah, you like do all this practice because truly the way that you said it is like the way my therapist always told me to think about my choices when mm. I was like looking and judging myself. She'd be like, wait a minute, let's just non-judgmentally observe what did you do? Yeah. How did it make you feel? And what link in the chain would you have added, taken away or changed to make the pattern be different? Um, and that's essentially what you're saying. And so people are probably thinking like, this is a really meta way to talk about <laughs> the choices that you make. And the answer is yes. And it's very hard yeah. and it, it is exhausting. So like all of this work is difficult. It's not like fun yeah. and like it's a not. great time. <laughs> it's exhausting. Um, but the goal being that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And eventually your subconscious actually yes. chooses the different thing that you've trained your mind exactly. to do. That's the, the goal. <laughs> exactly. No, absolutely. You're, yeah, you're absolutely spot on because so many, I forget, I wish I could remember the percentage. I'll have to look it up, but I think jo uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about, and so many other different um, doctors and people that study the brain, they talk about the percentage of decisions that we make that are just automatic because they are so subconscious. Yeah. And it's a ridiculously high percentage. It's like sure. well over 50%. Like probably I think it's in the 70s or 80s, but like that percentage of the decisions that we make are just automatic decisions that we make because yep. that ingrained in there's us. There's just so many decisions. Yeah, yeah, it's ingrained in us. There's so many decisions to make throughout the day that if you if you stopped and thought about every single decision that you had to make, it would take a year to get through a day. Um, and so, so many of those decisions are so automatic. So yeah, it is a lot of work to sit and like think about these kind of like what seemingly are minuscule decisions, but it's genuinely the only way to change them. We can have all the best intentions in the world, but if we're not understanding the reasoning that we're making, the decisions we're making, it's impossible to change them because eventually we're, if we don't have that reasoning and don't have that, uh, don't have the thought process within to like go away from the default, then we're just going to yeah. default. So. Yep. Yep, and that's essentially uh, our whole episode from last week about, like, deconstructing yeah. the way that we've always thought <laughs> exactly. about things. Um, exactly. That resonated that you said was when you were talking about, um, for you, wanting to not, there was things that you wanted to do, but you couldn't find anything that was actionable. Yeah. Um, and I resonate with that because there's definitely, uh, there's things that have come up for me that I'm like, yeah, I would love to do some kind of activity or I would, I would love to meet this kind of person or join this kind of community. But I'm like, but how? And like the unactionability yep. is the one that yep. I'm like, well, I don't know how, so I'll, I'll deal with it later. I'll think about it later. I'll put it off yep. till later. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I don't have an answer for that, but I just wanted to let you know that like, yeah, I resonate with you in that. And you're definitely mm -hmm. not alone in that feeling of like, well, how, I don't know. I, know I, I do a lot of, again, like comparing myself. So I like look around at the other grownups around me and I'm like, well, they're all yeah. fine and they do the same thing every yeah. day. Um, mm -hmm. But I think people will only, I, I feel like what you said before about like the point of this podcast is like what I'm thinking about, which is 
if people are vulnerable, then people will talk about these things. And yeah. everyone's feeling something like this at some point. And whether they say it or not, like, they are. And yes. Yes. so we're just saying those things out loud, and it can be really uncomfy, but... Like, here we are saying it, that, like, we're not the people that we want to be in our 30s, and we're going to keep working on whatever actionable things we can find. And that's really it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And even, and I, I, I know we've talked about this before, but even, like, allowing yourself to do something even though that's not the person you were before and feeling the need to like explain yourself Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. oh I need to like let everyone know I'm gonna get into this new thing so everyone's on the same page that I can get into this new thing yeah so Um, that I can be perceived like a person who should be into this thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes and like I'm definitely ready to shed that because I feel like that is some of the things that keep me away as well from like things feeling Mm -hmm. actionable like I'm like well it's not actionable because uh I haven't like proven myself that I am I don't and I don't know what it is like I'm not a person that's allowed to try that out yeah like what like well it's like things are date classes yes Yes, yes. It's like, well, you never were that, so, like, stop being a poser. You're not that now. And it's like, well... Yes, oh, my God, that is absolutely it. I remember, like, that whole, like, when we were in, like, what, high school or something, and, like, that, or grade school or high school, and poser was such a thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, I don't want to be a poser, so... And, I, yeah. yeah, I feel like that there's definitely still, like, lingering sentiment about that, yep. for sure. Yep. You said you want to try and take a burlesque class? I want to try and do, like, a burlesque class. Love and, it. like, I'm getting to the point where I'm, like, I... At this point, it's just, like, I just have to find a class that I can afford somewhere. But when I mm, first mm-hmm. had the thought, I'm, like... Oh, no. Like, but I've never... I've never told anyone that right. I'm interested in that but before. I am not a burlesque dancer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, like, literally it's no like... one is until they go do it. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one's born a burlesque dancer with the nipple tassels like relax (laughs) (laughs) exactly yes but it's it was that weird automatic thought that I've had and I recognize I'm definitely getting away from that now it's I still have those thoughts automatically right yes but I'm starting the, the the period between me thinking that and being like oh well, is getting much shorter. It's still there, but it's much shorter. But yeah, I look back at a lot of different decisions of things that I didn't do simply because Mm. I wasn't that person and not everyone signed off on it and I didn't get like... That's interesting. Yeah, so so yeah, I I really resonated with your actionable statement. So thank you for sharing that. But yes, I am so excited to talk about joy with you today yeah i was saying that um we've been like diving so deep into our psyche that we needed a break from the deep talk about you know change and our trauma and all of the things that we're working through that (laughs) shame self-hatred all the right things you know all the fun stuff to listen to (laughs) on a podcast so we are just going to talk about things that bring us joy maybe things we've been doing lately to do that you were just talking about taking a burlesque class which i think would definitely bring you joy that's amazing yes i really want to find one of those so i'm on the hunt i'm on the hunt 
So tell me more. What are other things that either like you're doing now, even if they're like super mm. simple, like what is bringing you joy currently? Oh, awesome. Okay. So I have been, first thing is I've been like really, really giving into my nerdiness and yes. I fucking love fan fiction. I'm just going to say it right here. I'm going to let the people know. I love it. I need to know more. I need to know more about it. What are you fan fictioning? I need to know. I I only read a, a certain like, so do you know what fan fiction is? Should I explain it for the people just in yes, case? Yes, please. Okay. Fan fiction is a creative outlet for people that like shows or it can be for a tv show it can be for movies it can be for music bands like anything that is like a like anything that's on in entertainment where you can kind of adopt that into your own world and create stories about it um there's so many different ways you can do it like i'm going to use a tv show for example so if you're watching a show and you really like the specific characters you can kind of create your you can write your own story about just those characters and the characters can be like exactly like they are on the show they can be a little bit different um you can write a show that has like maybe the same setting as a show but a whole different cast of characters it's like just it. a, just a way for you to like adopt um like to kind of work within a world that's already been created but mm -hmm. like make it completely your own um and so I used to really like it when I was younger. I used to read Sailor Moon fan fiction. Love it. All okay. The time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I was so into it when I was like in younger grade school. And then I got real <laughs> I got really into Backstreet Boys fan fiction. Obsessed. Um, <laughs> it was Ashley and I attended a Backstreet Boys concert as adults together. And it was the yes, best we night. Did. We had we had VIP tickets to that concert. That was incredible. Like, we didn't just attend, like, we attended. <laughs> People attended to us. It was amazing. <laughs> that was, oh my God, I thought about that for a hot minute. Oh my God. That was one of the best nights <sighs> of my life, night. truly. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really, so I like this show, The Magicians, Okay. And for some reason, like, I've just delved into reading the Magician's fan fiction. I specifically like this one couple on the show that never actually became a couple on the okay. show because okay. the people that wrote the show just messed up. They just did all the wrong things. They made to all characters. the mistakes. They made all the mistakes. And let me tell you, the Magician's fan fiction community showed up in force to, like, right those wrongs so there's these yes. like really really beautiful stories about these two characters like it's a lot of the characters from the show but a lot of the stories i read um focus oh because that's the other thing about fan fiction you can get real specific like let's say you're watching a show or a movie or something and you want to specifically read stories about two specific characters getting together you can filter your results to like just stories that focus this specific character this is like, what a, a community of people it's beautiful and like it's it's so strange because i never hear anyone talking about fan fiction but like you go like the website i use is archive of our own it's one of the biggest fan fiction sites like in the world and they have everything there they have like any any kind of entertainment thing if you can think of it it is on that website and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of stories within each that's wild each, like 
genre. It's wild. It's really cool. But yeah, so I've been really into like just giving in to my nerdiness and just yes! reading the magician's fan fiction. And it's free and it's so simple. And I've just been really enjoying like it. I love reading in general. Um, and it's really cool like reading these some authors write like novel length stories like and the writing quality sometimes obviously yeah. everyone has like their different talents but some of the authors that post on there i'm like how is this not a published book that i had to pay for right. it's so right. good like the style of their writing um just everything like the the world setting that they do is just so cool um so i've been really really enjoying reading other people's creative takes on I, I read the magicians, but there's so many other others out there. So yeah, I've been really into fan fiction recently, and it's been bringing me a lot of joy. I love that. I am also reading more. I used to avoid reading because I didn't think I was a good reader, and turns out I just didn't like what I read. <laughs> so I there you go. Hey, you got to figure didn't it out. Do it. Um, so I. I typically am a, a thriller reader. Um, I enjoy fast okay. reads. I like, uh, I like a, a formula of you know, kind of weird characters. A bunch of shit happens, and then like plot twist, and this is the person who did it. I, I enjoy that general plot line. Um, and recently, shout out to Bumble BFF Courtney. Um, Ooh, her hey, and I. Honey. Yeah, we get together at least once a week, um, and she got me on the uh, Court of Thorns and Roses series of books. It okay, is never heard a of it. Okay. Yeah. So it came out in, like, 2018, and I I typically uh, miss the boat on large fandoms of things. Okay. Um, when it comes to, like, books, I... I'm the same way. Like, I read Harry Potter... Like, I read Harry Potter as an adult year last everyone year. Everyone else didn't care. <laughs> okay, like <laughs> I had never read Harry gotcha. Potter. Most of that was because it was witchcraft, and my church would not allow it. Fine, whatever. Here yeah. I am now as an adult <laughs> reading Harry Potter. Um, it's fine, but um, just I don't know. Once I find my like formula, I t I tend to stick to it, and I I don't like spending money on books that I won't enjoy. So I don't typically venture out of them. Courtney was like, I need you to read this so that I can scream about it with somebody. And she was like, I, I swear you'll like it. And I was like, mm, I'm not a fantasy type. I'll try. I'll try. It's about like fairies. And I was like, no. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I love that shit. Great. So I was not convinced. <laughs> um, now I'm on the third book, which is like 600 pages long. Yes. Um, so I'm in it now. I am invested. <laughs> I know I know I'm late, but like I'm not this is new to me. So I'm yes. thrilled about it. Um <laughs> and I text I text Courtney my my daily updates of like where I'm at in the book and she can scream about like thank God you know that now and yeah. It's very fun. Um and Michael is generally into fantasy books. So now he has started the first book. Um, yes. So now we're like kind of nerding out together, which is which is really fun. So it has been like a nightly little routine now where when we go to bed, we get, each get our books out and we like. Oh, my it's God. very cute. It's very cute. Wait, so that's bringing you lots of joy. Again? Um, so it's the first book is called A Court of Thorns and Roses. And people okay. tend to abbreviate it as Akatar. 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 Okay. Yep. okay. I like it. Um, 
just being nerdy with other people is very fun. Um, yes. To, like, geek out about. I am, obviously, I'm a Taylor Swift fan, so I'm in the Taylor Swift fandom, and that brings me so much joy. I yes. am, like, I bought a friendship bracelet kit to make friendship bracelets for the concert I'm going to. Like, I'm very... Oh my god, you're going to the concert? Oh, yeah. It's in June. It's two months away, and I, like, can't contain myself. Miranda, I am so excited for you. I did not know you were going to the concert. Listen, Ashley, let me tell you a story real quick. I <laughs> Yes, this is all about joy. I want to hear all about it. Okay, so the process of getting the tickets, I'm sure you heard, was not joyful. I've heard. It's, like, in court now. <laughs> it... Listen, everyone's suing Ticketmaster. Um, no, it was a disaster. So, like, you know the story. There was, like, a shit ton of demand and not enough tickets, and Ticketmaster's the worst. Yeah. Um, I cannot personally complain. I shouldn't complain. I did waste seven hours of my life on the first day on the computer. Um, Dang. But I did get tickets, so, like, I yeah. can't, I can't speak. Win. Yeah. Yes. Um, I got terrible tickets that first day. Uh, they were awful. Um, I'm, like, kind of behind the stage. They're just, like, really oh. bad seats. Um, I, pay, I, I paid it an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, I'm in the building, so, like, fine. Um, for the first... I bought two tickets for, for this show. Okay. She's playing two shows in Cincinnati. And Cincinnati, for me, is, like, a half an hour. It's, it's super close. Okay. Um, so I got tickets to this show on July 1st was the show that okay. I got the tickets to. And I was like, cool, fine. Like, at least I'm, I'm in the building. I, I wanted good seats, yeah. but whatever. I still paid hundreds of dollars. Okay. Um, and I said, there, the next day was a Capital One presale. Uh, if you had a Capital One card, you had an extra day of, of presale tickets. So I was attempting to get tickets to the June 30th show, which is the day before. And okay. I was like, I'm going to try my best and see if I can get better seats yeah. and lo and behold i got floor seats to this concert with my capital oh one oh my god miranda i so you're going to two i'm going to two and michael wants me I to sell that. the tickets to one of them and i refuse i am going to both no one can tell me anything <laughs> I, you're like i'll sell the other tickets if someone i don't know can come with me but yeah I no i will not i absolutely will not be doing that um so I, when I got those tickets, I cried. I'm like, I was recording myself doing it because the day before I was on for seven hours. So like I logged on, they put you in the queue and it's like 2000 plus people in front of you. And you just like have to sit there and like wait forever yeah. until it's yeah. like, it's your turn and you get to sit in the trash can and you're like, great. Thank you so much. Here's $500. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this day I like logged on. I got in the queue, and it said 2,000-plus people in front of you, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to be here for 11,000 years. Um, but yeah. then it started moving. Like, my queue started moving right away, and I was like, oh, this is different. This is going differently for me. So I started... <laughs> These people know what they want. Yeah. So I started recording myself waiting at my computer. Um, so I have a full video of me buying the tickets. Um, oh, my God. Taylor Swift is playing in the background, while I'm buying the tickets, I'm doing a lot of screaming. I cry into my phone. Um, it was the time of my life. And so I have a friend who is coming from California to go to that floor, like to get the floor oh, tickets I with love me. That. And we're going to make friendship bracelets and 
go to the concert and I have a jacket. Let me show it to you. I have a jacket. Yes, please. So this is my Taylor Swift jacket. It's pink. I'm already in love with it. I love the color. Oh, there's a rainbow. It's sparkly. It's. I have a lavender Lavend- haze patch. Oh my gosh. I have a yes. Cornelia Street patch. Yes. And then um, there's a New York one. There's one for Out of the Woods. There's, okay, so there's a song that she has that says, if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. And mm-hmm. so on the front of the jacket says, if a man talks shit. Yes. And on the back it says, then I owe him nothing. And it has a oh, huge snake God, patch Miranda. on it for reputation. Books and Taylor Swift. What else is bringing you joy right now? You know, I debated when I was driving home if I was going to say this or not. But I was like, you know what? We're all about honesty and vulnerability yes. on here and sharing our experience. So you know what else has been bringing me joy, Miranda? Tell me. I have been like really, really taking my time with and exploring self-pleasure. Oh, and yes. Okay. Love it. Yes. I Because I... So... I used to, it used to be like a very like kind of utilitarian thing. Like let's, we're going to go like before bed, we're just going to rub one out, make it quick, go to sleep, like whatever. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm really, I'm at a phase in my life where I'm really trying to explore and love and nourish and do all the things to my body. And I'm like, like I should showing myself that same love when I'm like self-pleasuring myself and so I have been it's not like it's an everyday occurrence but like being more mindful about like caressing my body and taking Mm. time and like really really enjoying the experience of self-pleasure um and that has just been bringing me a lot of joy like the fact that I'm doing that for myself it's not just a like under the cover right before bed like get this done like not a secret, no, like, not wanna, something to, like, be shameful, not shameful about. Yes, yes, this is, like, because, like, that is very much what I was thinking about. Like, this is shameful, this is gross. It's like, yep. no, it is not. Like, I deserve this. This is absolutely okay. And, like, a way to show gratitude for myself and a way to get more in touch with myself and a way, like, it's just such a beautiful thing to do for yourself. And so I have been much more mindful about really showing myself love when giving myself self-pleasure. So that has been bringing me a lot of joy. I love that because has it been helping at all with, I don't know, like your self-confidence? I feel like that would be helpful. I think it definitely has. It's been helping me so much with embodiment Mm. and just being more present in my body, um, whether it's in that moment and then like... I think because I'm connecting with myself so, uh, what's the word? Like, so, like, mindfully. Like, I'm connecting with myself so mindfully and so specifically in that way. Then it also, it just starts to trickle out, like, in your day of just remembering that you are in your body. You're allowed to enjoy this moment. You're allowed to enjoy this moment with your friends, this moment of joy. Like, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, just, just, again, kind of what we were talking about earlier, like, trying to change your subconscious habits 
And for me, like being really mindful, be, knowing that I'm allowed to take my time with this, this, this doesn't have to be like a quick, it's not a quick, shameful thing. Yeah. It is beautiful to express like love and pleasure in this way. It's beautiful for me to take the time to do this for myself and to like make this a really like enjoyable experience. I'm allowed to do that. And so it like it, that mindset definitely helps like trickle out into like other aspects. So yeah, it's definitely been helping with self-confidence and like love and all that. Yeah. I feel like, um, too, it, it becomes like a, a priority instead of, yeah, I don't know, like a, uh, like a task on a checklist. Like it's like a, yes, absolutely. Because that you know? is, it. that's almost what it was. Like I wasn't even, I obviously wasn't acknowledging it in that way, but Yes, it was just like another thing to check off for my day. Like, right. when it, when it's like, oh, well, I brush my teeth and I guess I'll do that so I can sleep a yeah. little better. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good to go. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's like I deserve to take this time um, and I'm doing it mindfully for myself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely resonate with that. I am so proud that you said it out loud. Look at that in the I safe did. space. I did. It is a safe space, yeah. So I encourage everyone to do the same. Like, get above the covers. Take your clothes off. Like, the lights can be nice and dimmed to whatever your your preference is. And just, like, take the time to explore yourself because you are worth it. Figure out what makes you feel good. Um, just fucking go for it. So, yeah, that has been bringing me joy. Good. I feel like sometimes people don't take the time to just, like, have any kind of pleasure for themselves like even if it's not necessarily sexual for mm-hmm. for them it's like do you like do you like bubble baths or like or, or yeah candles like something anything indulgent for yourself yeah and like something that um maybe you would only do if you had a partner if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There, cause there's, oh my gosh, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Cause there's definitely this, like this mindset that I had of like, well, it's just me. Right. So it doesn't yeah. have yeah. to be That's what fancy. I mean. mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. Cause it's like, all right, well, why would I light a candle for my own bath? Like, mm-hmm. seems extra. It's just, like, who cares? Or like, I, But it's like, no, do it for yeah. yourself. Yes, yeah, you deserve to set the ambiance however you want. You deserve, you deserve to take that extra step. You deserve to make this, you, yeah, it doesn't need to be special only because you're trying to do that for someone else. You right. are allowed to treat yourself as special as you would treat someone else. Yes, absolutely, completely, absolutely. Yay! Oh, I love that that's bringing you joy. That makes me happy. Yes! So everyone get yours tonight. Um, (laughs) Pause it right um, now. Come back and (laughs) Come back. We'll be here waiting for you. Take all the time you need. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's awesome. All right. What's another thing for you, Miranda? Let's see. So I talked about books and Taylor Swift. Um, oh, so this is a silly one, but I love it. Bring it um, on. I, in general, because I, I work from home most of the time and I've been going to the gym at like a weird time, I just haven't been like 
wearing nice clothes or like doing okay. my makeup or anything. Uh, but I like up. doing those things. Um, yeah. And so I decided to get some charms to put in my hair for like very inner child healing <laughs> type vibes. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted, I don't know. So I got bought, I actually have them in here. I bought like the little clear like elastics um, okay. to like put, I like braid really tiny, like braids. Okay. And then um, I put That's the why your charms. hair looks so beachy beautiful today. Uh, yeah, it's a little crazy. But yes, this is like post braids. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I had like, you know, I braided a bunch and then I put, I like thread the charm onto the, the braid. Um, oh, I which love has been that. super fun. But I like bought a bunch of different charms. I'm like, this is like show and tell today. <laughs> so I bought a bunch of different kinds. This isn't all of them, but this is just for fun. Um, I bought some. This is like very Taylor Swifty. They're like sparkly stars. Oh, they're so cute. Okay, so, so they're, they're little dangle. dangly, like uh, shiny, like iridescent stars. I have. Just different hearts, silver and gold hearts. <gasps> Ooh, beautiful metallic hearts. And then this is a little bit more like fantasy vibes. There's like oh, a rose, I like those. a unicorn. Uh, I think another one that I has has a butterfly. So just like little boho-y type right. vibes. Um, I have, oh yeah, this one's a little, I got mushrooms. They're little mushrooms. They're oh so my cute. God. I just decided that I wanted to do some fun little things, and so I put some braids yes. in and put some charms in my hair and walked around and jangled oh, them like, a bit. Yeah, adorning yourself. And again, the same the same theory of, like, you deserve to be ornate. You deserve to, like, have those yeah. extra things to make you feel special and sparkly and beautiful. I love And, like, that. literally for no one else but for myself that when I see them, I'm like, oh, it's so fun. Like... <laughs> It's just <laughs> exactly, fun. yeah. Yeah, it's an all... extra thing I did for myself to bring joy. Yeah, so, and I mean, obviously, charms are like, whatever. They were half off, so they were like $2.50 a pack or whatever they were. Um, oh, yeah. And then Sold. I also bought flowers for myself. Is another thing that I did. Yes! Because, like a bouquet? Yeah, I just went to Kroger. It's like our local like grocery store chain and um I was like you know what I really like having flowers in the house and I have a couple of vases and so I bought a bouquet and just like split them in half and stuck them in my vases and so now I've been doing that I've done it for three weeks straight now got myself new flowers Mm. and like isn't it wild how something like so simple like that right like and like you don't need someone else to buy them for you like right and, like, why Why would you deny yourself that? Because you, like, want to petulantly wait for someone else to buy them for right. you. Like, like I, I just won't them. buy Starbucks today and I'm going to buy myself flowers. Like, Right. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I, I decided to do. I, I've been doing those little things for myself. Mm. And it's been fun. I Again, kind of like dating myself. It's like getting to know what I like and and what brings what actually brings me joy that maybe I, I forgot, you know? Or I, I maybe I felt too um, old to do. I don't know. Yes. I, um, I love your, I love the idea of dating yourself. And I listened to another podcaster. Her name's Jessa Reed. And she talks a lot about this phrase that I think you're going to resonate with. She calls it um, playful curiosity. 
Hmm. And just being really open to... Um, she talks a lot about, like, manifestation and stuff like that. So one of the things she delves into is playful curiosity and just, like, really exploring the world with this, like, I'm going to get into this and see if I like it. And if not, okay. I was just trying it out. It was just, like, this fun, playful Mm. thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that definitely, like, is kind of what you're in that that phase right now of, like, oh, let's just see if this brings joy. If not, oh, well, I'm going to float away something new. Yeah, like, I don't have to do it again. Like, if if I don't like it, like, it's fine. And I it, I think it kind of um, relates to what you were saying before about how, like, well, I'm, I'm not a burlesque dancer, so yes. I can't. And it's like, whatever I'm trying today isn't, like, my whole identity. Like, I'm not, like, the hair trying yes. girl now. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just because, like, I did it for one day. Like, it was fun. And, like, I'll probably keep doing it on the days that I feel like it. But it's, like, just because you do it one day doesn't mean you have to do it all the days. Because that's your identity now. Like, that's not your whole persona. Like, I think that that does have to do with some things growing up. Like, fitting into different cliques and, like, the, the stuff mm-hmm. you were into. And, like, high school and me was, you know, student council kid. And... Like, that yeah. was basically my whole identity and, or, or whatever, youth group kid, same thing. Like, yeah, that's who you become, but, like, you're not the hobbies you try, and you're not, like, yes. the fun thing you're not you did stuck one time. with it, yes. Right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that um, it has a lot to do with, like, the way people perceive you, and so it's like, oh, well, if they perceive me like that that one time, then I have to be like that for them all the time. And it's like, no, you just have to be whoever you want to be for right. you at whatever time or you want to. If I if I decide to change, then they're going to be thinking like, oh, you can't make up your mind about something. You're flaky. Yeah. You're this, mm-hmm. you're that. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, because we all contain multitudes, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yep. I am always impressed when other people are trying new things. And then like, I just don't try anything new. Yes. And I'm like, well, yes. I'm, I'm not already good at it. So I can't do it because I, I can't, can't attempt it. No, <laughs> I'm an adult. I need to already be good at it to do it again or whatever. Uh, yeah, like, I don't get the. We're not giving. Ooh, we're not giving ourselves the privilege of trying something. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Mm. We should continue to try new things, even as grown-ups, because we should be allowed. Yes, absolutely, we should. Here, here. What else you got? Um, so it was probably one of my last ones that I'll bring up for the night. Um, but the other day after work, I had an earlier day at work the other day. And so Monday I had my like really, really low ebb day. Mm-hmm. And I know that Tuesday was going to be just a shorter day for me because I was attending a training class. Um, and I was like, you know what? I live so close to L.A., I have, like, dreamed about just, like, going to L.A. after work, like, for a coffee or something. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive to L.A. after work instead of just going home and cooking dinner, cleaning, whatever. I'm just going to, like, change up the routine tonight. So I drove myself to L.A. I found this really cute coffee shop in West Hollywood. I sat there and I journaled for a little bit. Um, I have a friend that lives in L.A. And I just texted him um, before I left. I'm like, hey, like... Not sure what your plan is, but maybe we can meet up for, like, like, dinner or something. So I went over, saw his new apartment. We ended up getting dinner. And I just had, like, 
a night with a friend. Like, mm. I just got out of my routine. Like, my routine yeah. is like, well, it's a work night. I have to go home. I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, and also, like, I've been isolating a lot, I've been noticing. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And so just, like, reaching out to a friend and just having a really, really nice dinner. We had such good conversation. And also, I think, so I was going to kind of piggyback because I've been so observant of everything that's been going on in my life, Pat, uh, based on our last conversation, um, I was a little bit more open, like in our conversation together. And he shared some things that he was going through that aligned really closely with what it was that I was going through right now. And we just have this really, really beautiful, organic, open conversation about like life and the struggles of life and how we're feeling as like 30 somethings Mm -hmm. that are kind of a little like still figuring out life and it was just a really really beautiful evening um and so I just I shook up my routine for an evening and I decided to stop isolating so that was just a really just met a friend went to the city had some dinner it was so simple and it was so beautiful And how cool, like, based on our, like, past conversations, that, like, you just could drive to L.A., which is, like, a dream place that you... Right. ...wanted to be. That I wanted to do forever. ...drive there, because you live close enough now that you could just go to Los Angeles for a night for fun. For, like, the evening. Right. And it didn't have to be, like, a whole planned out... I'm taking a vacation there. I'm doing a weekend trip or mm-hmm. anything. It was just like, hey, you know, after work tonight, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drive. I'm just gonna take a drive, spend the evening, uh, spend a couple hours. So yeah, it was just so simple. So like, I think a just shaking up the routine and not having yep. like, mm-hmm. I had all my other nights this week. Yeah, I'm gonna come home, do my, you know, errands that we do at the end of every day. You know, just maintain the maintain the adult life, but like. Yeah, for one night, I can drive for, you know, a little bit longer and have a dinner out and enjoy myself. So, yeah, shaking up the routine brings joy, y'all. And connecting with your friends, y'all. Oh, Mm -hmm. when you are going through it, reach out. It's so hard when you're going through it because it feels like the last thing in the world that you want to do. It's like I, I, I don't want anyone else to know how low and crappy and... and no one's going to want to talk to me because I'm like, meh. It is not the case ever. It's either someone's going through the same stuff and y'all can work through it together or someone's there to hold space for you. Like, Mm. open up when you are. I've been doing that a lot the past few days. I've had some really, really good conversations with, like, some friends on the phone, friends in person. Um, So opening up. Yeah. I love that so much. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. Joy. <laughs> I know. I think um, my all of mine are, like, very lighthearted, but... Um, That's good. I feel like... I So, I love trashy TV. Like, I love all yes. things trashy reality TV. Um, Devin also does. Shout out Devin, because... Loves, I'm yeah. sure we could have so many conversations <laughs> about the shows we watch. Um but, like, this, it does get a little a little deeper than just the trashy reality TV. Like, I love all, like, Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise things. Um, mm-hmm. I love uh, Love is Blind, just finished the fourth season. I watched all of that. Okay. Um, I am a Love Island girly, so I've seen, like, every country's Love Island 
seasons. I love that you love these yeah. so much. Yes, I am obsessed. So currently, um, we're making our way through the Love Island, Australia, most recent season. Um because that like ended in in 2022 and we didn't watch it so okay um we're currently binging that now here's my whole spiel about why this is so joyful to me in general yes. trashy tv yes is fun but it's more fun when it's shared with other people it just is it, because you can talk shit and yes. laugh about it yes. and whatever um so like love is blind is like hugely popular i have many friends yeah. who watch love is blind and you know i had my friend Jill, my friend Courtney, Cass and Christy, they're into it. So, like, all these different text message conversations going on about Love is Blind. Um, always fun. When the new episodes come out, we scream about it, and we talk about how much we love or hate whoever it is. It's amazing. Now, I had previously been in a relationship with someone who made fun of me for all the things that I loved that they thought were stupid. So, Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise was making me dumber. Like, that was mm. the vibe. Yeah. Um, they would never watch it with me. Like, that was not ever going to be a thing that they did. Um, really? Or, okay. No, absolutely not. Like, you can go with your little girlfriends and do that, but, like, I'm not watching it. Um, Got it. The Taylor Swift concert in Philadelphia, I went to by myself for my birthday because, like, they would not, they would not go. They were not about to go to a, a Taylor Swift concert with me. Um, Michael is going to the Taylor Swift concert with me. Um, <laughs> mm, I love that. So, just a lot of, like... In the trash you can. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, he's going to the trash can seat. Um, and he's fine <laughs> with that. Um, but there were just so many things that I was like... There are things that I love just because I love them. Like... I, I love and Taylor Swift. I feel ashamed to love it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's fine. Like, it, you can make fun of people. Lots of people make fun of people for loving Taylor Swift. She's the most popular artist yeah. on the planet. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, right, <laughs> I love her. Right. Um, or The Bachelor, Bachelorette. It's, like, a multi-million dollar franchise. Many people watch this show. Like, right. I, you can make fun of me if you it want, I guess. Like, but, like, I'm not gonna sit here and be, like ashamed of liking things anymore that's not the vibe um so i'm into all trashy reality tv um and now i have someone who is gonna go to the taylor swift concert with me who joins my bachelor fantasy league and will compete against me in <laughs> picking people to win the show yes um, we are taking time every night to binge Love Island Australia and uh, talk shit about the, how dumb people are for not knowing what the word nonchalant means. Like, <laughs> and then, like, we go to bed and we're reading the same book series. Like, that is... I just, I noticed so, like, kind of, I don't know, it was like an all-at-once moment for me yesterday yeah. of, like... Look how far I have come in realizing that, like, this is what someone, like, deserves in a relationship. Like, how joyful it is to just share those things with someone. Because, um, like, I was thinking about all the things that bring me joy. And I was, like, listing all these things. The things that I just told you. And I was like, wow, look at all these things that, like, Michael is also enjoying with me. Be just because I, I like them. Like, for no other reason than, like, I like them. 
And so, like, he's liking them, too, because I like them. Now, I'm not saying you have to like everything that your partner likes or do everything your partner does. Like, I'm currently recording a podcast, and he's playing video games. And, like, I will never play video games, and it is not my thing. And he does not listen to this podcast because it's not his thing. But Right, right. But we do spend time, you know, talking about the books that we're reading and talking shit about reality TV characters. And it's, I just feel like I am now experiencing joy, like, very uninhibitedly is, like, how I feel. And that's making me very happy. I love that, Miranda. Oh, so, yeah. Mic drop me. on that one. Yeah. That is that is what everyone deserves. I'm so glad that you found that. And, yeah, no, that is, like, you deserve, we all deserve to, for ourselves and to be with someone or be surrounded by people that don't make us feel bad for our shit. Yeah. Like, that just, like, that just support and just, like, don't just like don't rag on like what is the point of that like just the the bringing down of and making Mm -hmm. you feel less than because it's not something that you're into um so i love that i am so glad you found that i think that is such a beautiful thing to like acknowledge to find the gratitude in to celebrate um so yes yay yeah i just i feel the joy in these conversations and I was so looking forward to just like hearing what you're finding joy in because it's not always easy and like the everyday whatever mundane type things that we have to do to like live when we have to just go to work and be a person and I'm so glad you talked about Mm -hmm. like just taking the time to shake up your routine even if it's on like a school night it's like how it feels yeah right it's like okay i gotta go it to felt bed. So naughty yeah but like you're a whole adult who can like make choices and like mm-hmm. you don't have to just feel joy on weekends like you can feel yes yes joy on yes. it's almost like um it's like it's like um a self-inflicted type punishment when you're like working during the week to like well i can't like do anything fun because like Exactly. I'm a working adult. Like, there's no time for that. And it's like, no, there is. Make it. Make time for it. Yeah, make the time. Yeah, make the time. Absolutely. Make the time for yourself whenever you can, whenever it doesn't, like, whenever it won't take too much out of you to do that. Mm, And you know what else is bringing me joy? Tell me. Rose has been on your lap this whole time. (laughs) She has. She's been really pissy. She's been hissing a lot if I, like, pet her in a way she doesn't like, but... She has, like, stuck it out through most of this episode, so... Special guest star, my girl. She really is. I feel like there's going to be one part I'm going to have to edit out, because I feel like she hissed so loud that the microphone might have picked it up, but... Reptar was um, back here licking himself, so I assure you, (laughs) I will be muting my audio many times during this edit. Drove me crazy. (laughs) <sighs> oh my gosh, I love that our babies are here with us. That also has brought me joy. Like, just yeah. like, sometimes it's so funny. Like, recently she'll be like laying on my chest when I'm in bed or something, and I'll just kind of close my eyes and just like feel her breathing on me. God, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> and she's like, 
She's like, don't she literally- talk about my shit. <laughs> she said, don't put me on blast. I'm from the streets. Um, oh this was goodness. so fun. This was so fun. I'm so glad we had a nice, like, light-hearted episode together to just chit-chat yeah. and share happiness. Yes. Well, everyone, thank you so much. And respectfully, there is no failing here. Bye. Bye.